Welcome to the Simplify Jesus Podcast, where we're breaking barriers through communication. I'm Bill Allen, and this is my buddy, Matt Gunter. Welcome in, everybody. And to get us started off this week, Bill, I got a question for you. Have you ever heard the phrase that if God really loved us, he wouldn't let bad things happen to good people? I have heard that. I have heard that, and um, I wish I could say I understood it, um, because I know that in my life, I've had some bad things happen. Um, I know that... um, some of them are self-inflicted. I know that some of <laughs> I've them... I've got a few of those, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah. And I know that um, a lot of them are not mm-hmm. self-inflicted. Let me switch that. Some of those are self-inflicted, or some of those are not self-inflicted. A lot of those are self-inflicted. <laughs> Let me change that around a little bit. But um, no, we've had, I've, had a, I've had a lot of bad things happen, and I don't understand why. Um, but as I... I think as I kind of grow in my faith a little bit, I can see a glimpse of understanding mm-hmm. a little bit, at least on a very uh, introspective mm-hmm. um, perspective. Yeah. Um, uh, I hope you all understood that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I have heard that, and um, I'm hoping we can try to understand it a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, we, we've all had bad things happen in our lives, um, regardless of if you feel like you're a good person or not or whatever category you put yourself in. Um, we've all been through stuff. In fact, I remember when I was growing up, uh, I was a senior in high school and Hurricane Ike came through Southeast Texas, um, and completely devastated. I think that one hit Beaumont really hard. I know it hit Houston, just really heavy winds. And we had been through Hurricane Rita a few years before that and didn't really have a whole lot of damage. Um, nothing really to speak of, nothing noteworthy anyway, but, uh, when Hurricane Ike came through, there was actually a tree that fell on the house and uh, didn't, you know, like go all the way through or anything, but put some holes in the roof. And so uh, a lot of water got in the house, a lot of damage came through. And I remember thinking, I'm a senior in high school. I'm trying to get ready for college. I'm doing college applications. I'm in marching band and uh, academic competitions and all this stuff. I've got too much going on for me to be out of my house for all this time. And like that, something's not right here. That this isn't fair. And mm-hmm. you know, we're people that go to church. You know, Dad wasn't a music minister at this time, but he had been, and we we were involved in everything and the praise band and all that stuff. Thinking, why am I dealing with this? Why did it have to happen to me? Why am I dealing with bad things? And it, it didn't feel fair. Um, and that's just one instance. I mean, I've got a, a lifetime full of. Um, things where I ask that kind of question of why me? Why am I dealing with this? Sure. And I've got um, a few of those kind of stories as well. And, and, you know, my family and I, we were on vacation uh, to the coast for a weekend to to spend some time with some family. And we got a call that our house burned down while we were away. Uh, Only thing that made it out was the the clothes that we had on our back and in our bags. Oh, wow. Um, So we had quite a shock when we got that call. Yeah. um, And when we got home, you know, there was nothing left. And, um, Completely different perspective, though. We were, we didn't go to church. Mm. We didn't do any of that stuff. So why not us? Um, mm. you know, I mean, that's not, of course, what we were thinking at the time. Right. But uh, but when you put it into perspective, like, you know, you your family went to church and did all the right things and all that happened to you. And mm-hmm. we didn't go to church. And I don't know that we were doing the right things. But mm. um, all, of, all of that happened to me, too. So why does it happen to different people for different reasons? Yeah. And so... Uh, here in season two, episode nine, we're going to continue to bust myths about the church. And uh, this week we're talking about 
the myth that a God who loves people wouldn't let bad things happen to them. And this one's going to get sensitive. It's going to be kind of touchy. So we're just going to, we're, we're just going to dive right on into it. Um, so, so stick around with us. So y'all keep in mind, and, and we've said this many times, uh, we are not theological experts. Um, what we're talking about is based on what we see in the Bible, what we've mm-hmm. read, uh, what we've been taught, and what we've experienced in our own lives. Um, but to understand this even even a little bit, uh, we're going to have to go all the way back to the beginning, um, back to uh, Genesis, back to the, the entire uh, creation of the world. Yeah, that because that's really where the bad stuff comes in, is all the way back at Adam and Eve. Um, so in Genesis, they lived in a literal paradise in the Garden of Eden. Um, God created uh, the heavens and the earth and all of the animals and plants and all that stuff. And then he created Adam and created Eve. And they were in a paradise. They had perfect relationship with God. They walked and, and talked with him. Um, they had the ideal relationship with him. And so everything was perfect. There was no sin. There were no bad things. Um, but he gave him one rule and in Genesis two sixteen through 17, he said, and the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree of the garden, but you must not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil for on the day you eat from it, you will certainly die. So unfortunately, Satan absolutely twisted God's words there as he does, uh, as he does, uh, even today. Um, and that led to, uh, what we call the fall. In, in Genesis 3, um, Genesis 3, 4 to 5 says, No, you will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman. In fact, God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So Eve fell for this temptation um, when God positioned himself, or I'm sorry, when Satan positioned himself as a, as a tempter, mm-hmm. uh, as he does, and... Um, she decided, why shouldn't I go eat this apple? Of course, I'm putting words into her mouth. And and uh, we don't know that it's an apple for all of you folks that are very technical. Um, <laughs> right. But it was fruit. And she shared it with Adam. And God said not to do this. So sin immediately entered the world, um, causing all kinds of uh, chaos. Yeah. And, and just as a little side note... Um... We're not blaming Eve uh, for that. There's Are you all sure? kinds. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I don't want to put it all on her this time. Um, that's often how the story is portrayed. Yes. But, but Adam was right there, and uh, we can get into all the theological reasons. But Adam should have been there to help that not happen. So uh, because it's easier to take down the enemy with two people instead of just by yourself. It's almost like Jesus saying, "Love your wife." Like Christ loved the church, mm-hmm. could have even applied there as well. No yeah. woman, stop it! Don't eat that. God yeah. said no. That yeah. would have been some true love to that's stand right. up to her. That's right. Sometimes <laughs> true love is tough love. Um, so, um, so j- just like Adam and Eve, uh, we're all going to be tempted. Satan wants us to all come over to the dark side, if you will. He he wants us to do things that are against God. And Satan and God are, are naturally opposed to each other. Uh, if we let him. We do have the promise that Jesus is going to be there to help us. And John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and to have it to the full. 
Hallelujah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so even though Satan's main goal in life is to take away all of the good things that God gave us, Christ is there. Jesus is there. And he doesn't want that for us. He wants us to live life to the fullest, live life abundantly. Sometimes how we say that. Um, and in fact, you know, one of the cool things in the Bible is that it talks about how Jesus himself was tempted for 40 days in the wilderness. So it's not like when we go to God and say, God, I'm being tempted. Can you help me out? Um, it's not like he doesn't know because he lived on earth and experienced it. Jesus lived on earth and experienced temptation. He was out there for 40 days in the wilderness. I mean, and Satan was like, hey, you could turn that rock into a loaf of bread if you want to. And just like, no, I'm good. I don't need that. That's not what I'm here for. And and there are other temptations along with that as well. That one sticks out in my mind. And in, in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it also says, No temptation has come upon you except what is common to humanity. But God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way out so that you may be able to bear it. And so what he's not saying there is that you're going to only be tempted up to your limit. Um, because that's, that's not how it works. We're, we're tempted beyond what we are able to handle ourselves because we're actually not able to handle a whole lot. However, <laughs> Jesus will be there by our side and he's going to give us a way out of every temptation. And that's what that verse is all about is that no matter what comes in front of you, Jesus has been there. He's done that and he's going to give you a way out. So that still poses the question for me, why does God let bad things happen? If yeah. he's just going to give you a way out of the you know, temptation, um, why can't he just make everything else um, be amazing? Um, I don't think God wanted us to be rule-following robots. Yeah. Um, he gave us free will, which caused the sin to begin with because... Eve said, you know what, Satan? Okay, I'll eat that fruit. Yeah. And um, because, well, because I can. And because you make it sound so delicious. Right. Um, he gave us that free will so that we could choose to love and follow him. Yeah. He doesn't want to force us into it. That's not love. Right. Um, and God is love. I'm sure, I hope you've heard that before. <laughs> um, I know that we, as Christians, sometimes do a bad job of portraying that, but... Um, we saw what that free will did in the garden. Um, God could step in and prevent all the bad things in the world from happening. He could yeah. easily do that. Um, but, but if he did, do we actually have free will? Um, are we really making our own choices at that point? Yeah. I mean, he could have created us where we were 100% fully totally dependent on him like we couldn't do anything without him but he didn't make us that way he wanted us to choose to love him and so that's that's the whole reason we have free will but it's also why we deal with a lot of the stuff that we do jesus didn't also didn't leave us to do battle with evil in this world on our own in john sixteen thirty three, he says i have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart i have overcome the world we can't explain exactly why certain bad things happen, um, you know, or why bad things happen at all. We, we don't have an explanation for that, but we can know that Jesus is there beside us whenever we go through those things, that he's brought peace into the world. And so if we've got him, we can have that peace and that everything we go through can be a learning experience. It can be something that 
we take and it helps us grow. You know, we talked in both of our testimonies about the Romans eight twenty eight, how we went through stuff, um, good and bad, and how God used that to put us where we are today. And it gave us the stories to be able to tell. And so even though we go through bad things that are uncomfortable at the time and, and they're tough to deal with, that we can take that with us. We know Jesus is beside us, so we know we can make it through. And then we can take that and learn from it, and it helps us the next time we deal with it. I think because of my experiences in life, uh, one of the, the, the main verse that I've held on to uh, since I became a Christian, since I really started looking into the Word and what it meant, uh, Romans eight twenty eight has been that life yeah. verse for me, if you will, um, because I've been able to, like you said, look at our, go through my personal experiences and try to understand why so many of those things happened, uh, did. And, you know, that is, again, it's very introspective. It's very, um, I guess, selfish of me to look at these experiences and say, um, yeah, that happened just so I could be a better person or that happened. So I would go this way or that way. And, and, uh, you know, God's plan is obviously much bigger than me, but it does help me to look at the different things that have happened and say, you know what? I made it out of that. I'm still alive. Um, I know what I don't want to be. I know the mm-hmm. things I don't want to do because of that experience. Yeah. And, and I think you, if you can look at that, and see how God moved in your life, even before you knew him, even before you had anything to do with God. Even before I knew him, he knew me. And you can see the love. And and I think, so it may feel selfish to think about that, but I think it's good to think about it like that. Like, wow, look at all this stuff that I went through that put me exactly right here where I needed to be to get where I am today. Mm-hmm. And that was God's plan. And I think that's where that switch flips of, Knowing that God was using even all the all the junk from before he was in your life, used all of that to put you right here and to give you a story. And so I think that that's evidence that God loves you even through the bad stuff. And we talked about it in last week's episode about um, using everything that I've been through to get me to where I am today, where I never thought I would be talking about Jesus on a podcast. Right. So, um He can certainly use anything and everything Mm -hmm. and does um, if if we keep our eyes open. But I think um, um, we, we really do have to change our frame of reference for the world around us. And, and like, like, like we said, that, that kind of selfish look, you you said it's a good thing. Um, But it is also much bigger than that at the same time. Yeah. And, and we really do have to, have to change like you said our frame of reference around what we see in the world in romans three twenty three, it says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus our lord god can't look on sin he can't look on the evil in this world um and he loved us enough to send his son to take care of that problem so that through his perfect life him dying on the cross and being raised from the dead that if we believe in him, that when God looks at us, he doesn't see all the junk that we come with. He sees Jesus. And and so that's why we have that. But but it is up to us to accept that gift, um, to, to have that kind of relationship, for him to see us in that way. Otherwise, God, when he, when he sees sin in the world, when he sees evil in the world, he can't look at it. He can't be a part of that. Um, you know, that's one of the things that comes up is, 
how how can uh, a God who loves people send them to hell? And that's that is a tough question to answer. And the most straightforward, honest answer I can give is because the wages of sin is death. And the reality is it's what we've all earned, which is a tough pill to swallow. But that's really the truth. And heaven is a gift. It's not, you know, heaven's not destination A and, oh yeah, the bad people go to hell. No, it's, it, it should be the opposite. We all have earned that separation from God, but because Jesus came and did what he did, we have the opportunity to have everlasting life with God. And so it's, it's all about changing that frame of reference when we're thinking about any kind of bad things that happen in this world, that Jesus is the only reason we have the good things that we have. The difference between grace and mercy is that mercy is not getting what we deserve. And grace is getting all of the blessings that we don't deserve. Yeah. And we can go back over every single episode we've done so far. And we can say that all of the reasons you're not accepting Jesus is your choice. Because it's not none of the things that you're waiting for are a requirement. That's where that free will comes in. He gives you the choice to go to hell or not. It's really up to you. Yeah, he sends anybody who doesn't accept him to hell. Okay. So choose to believe. Choose to start really looking into that. Make that choice that you have the ability to do and stop worrying about what the world says about it. Yeah. And start worrying about your eternity and your uh, eternal life. Right. Right. And don't, you know, please don't hear us say, you need to go get fire insurance. And, no. and, no. Cause that, cause that's not what we're saying, but what we are putting out there is it's a choice we make. And, and even, you know, the, the worst of the worst things we can think of, um, even that is a free will choice that we, that we make on our own, that we get to choose what we do with it. So we mentioned this verse in the last episode as well, but um, ultimately God showed his love for us by giving us Jesus. Um, John 3.16, and we're going to say this until y'all memorize it <laughs> like I can't. Um, for God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Again, goes back to your choice, but he proved his love by giving us a way out of life without him in hell. Um, he didn't have to do that. That was his mercy on us. And he didn't have to come live among us either, but he did so that we could see how he handled the temptations that Matt was just talking about earlier. Um, these are the same temptations that we struggle with today. And Jesus knows what that feels like. So he can empathize with us when we come to him and say, this is just too much. And he can say, no, it's not. You just have to come to me. He didn't have to die on the cross for us either, but he did so that we could have a way other than the impossible standard of perfection to have a relationship with him. There's no more sacrificing animals or anything like that and trying to follow all the rules because that was never good enough really even then. But Jesus came as the ultimate sacrifice, died on the cross for us so that we could have a way to spend eternity with him. If If that's not love, I don't know what is. Yeah, and and I want to throw in there that you know we're talking a lot about temptations and stuff. Um, 
as it relates to sin, but Jesus also experienced a lot of the bad things that we deal with in life. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the bad kind of stuff we're talking about. I mean, there were uh, people that he loved that died um, while he was here. Uh, Lazarus was one. In fact, in John, it talks, it says that Jesus wept at the news that Lazarus died before he went and raised him from the dead. Must be nice to have that ability to go raise him from the dead. Um, right. God had a purpose for that. That's why he did it. I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> but, um, but so Jesus went through these emotions. He went through tough stuff. Um, you know, he lived life on the road. You think he had financial prosperity? <laughs> no, I mean, he was a good carpenter apparently, but, but. So the bad things that we go through in life, he's also experienced those. And so I just want to make sure that we we throw that in there as well, that when we're going through stuff, that's why Jesus says he can be there for us and he can be be with us through thick and thin because he's experienced everything, yeah. um, everything that we deal with. So uh, to lighten it up, cue the celebration music. <laughs> we are going to jump into our favorite segment, the outside looking inside looking out. I don't know if this part's going to be lightening up the mood at all, yeah, but we can try. Not. At least we had celebration uh, music. That's right. That's right. Um, like I said, there's there's a lot of bad stuff in my life, um, and I can look back on those things, and I can ask why. Um, you know, why did I have an abusive alcoholic father? Um, why did my house burn down? Why were we... Um, why did we never do well financially? Um why was I at the worst school in the system? Hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, um, that's a, a very minor detail, and but there's just so many different levels of why me. Yeah. Um, and I could ask those questions all day, but I can look back and think of Romans eight twenty eight, and I can understand that yes, bad things happened, um, but they're for a reason, and whether that's for my own good. Um, and they are ultimately, um, but is it all, are they also for the good of somebody else? Are they, the, yeah. are they for the good of my kids, my wife, mm. my, my, my church, um, all of you listening to this, because without all that stuff, would I be here talking about this? Right. Um, something led me to where I am today. Good stuff, bad stuff, whatever that is. Um, uh, you know, Everything my grandmother used to always say, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, she was quoting 828 Romans 828 without quoting Romans 828. <laughs> right. Um, so bad things are going to happen, it's how we deal with it that matters. Hmm. You got the free will to choose what you do with it, what your response is, and that's um, yeah, that, right. that, that free will sums it up. So, from the inside looking out, um, there is evil in this world, we know that. Um, go all the way back to Adam and Eve when sin came in and ultimately that's why bad things happen. We don't have a, a full explanation for, for why individual or big bad things happen or whatever, but we know that it starts with sin and that's when perfection, the perfect world that was here was out. Um, we have to get past this idea that, that God owes us something because he loves us, that, that love is equated with gifts um, that's not how it works. Um, you know, I'm not a parent yet, um, but I have the uh, privilege of being um, friends and family with some wonderful parents. And I can tell you that when they show their kids the most love is not on Christmas morning with a bunch of presents under the tree. That's really cool. But love really comes from the, it comes sometimes in the form of discipline and saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to help you understand that this is a big deal. 
or it comes in the form of a conversation when somebody's upset and just being there to listen and talk. That's when love happens. And so this idea that, that God, because he doesn't just give us all the good things and give us a million bucks, um, means he doesn't love us is just completely false. And, and that he, he gives us what we need to help us grow and to help us learn and to help us be better people. And so, like Bill said, it's our choice, what we do with the things we go through, with the bad things that we go through. Um, we, we have the free will to choose to use that to help us to be better or to let it bog us down and bring us down and, and use it as something negative and, and make it this big negative black cloud over us. That's our choice. It is our choice. And I hope my daughter remembers what you said about, you know, understanding what love is when she gets <laughs> off of her grounding and uh, uh, <laughs> when she's older and she realizes I, I punished her for good reason. <laughs> it's to help her grow and to learn. That's right. So bad things happen in life. Like Matt just said, we can't explain it and won't try to. Um, we can only focus on ourselves and just try to be at peace with what God's doing in our lives. But what we can rely on fully is that no matter what, if we accept Jesus, our salvation is secure. Not like fire insurance, but loving him truly, no matter what tragedy might happen in your life, being able to accept that, being able to grow in a relationship with him, and being able to accept the things that come your way. Jesus says to come to him joyfully in all kinds of tragedy, in all kinds of um, in times of trouble, in times of blessings, um, to always be thankful. Psalm, Psalm 100 uh, starts out with enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And that's what we should be doing all the time. Be thankful for everything that he's given us, everything that he's taken away from us, because it's probably for our own safety. Yeah, absolutely. The first step you can take towards salvation and, and to get that salvation is laid out perfectly in Romans 10, 9. That's our verse for this season. It says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. It's really that simple, guys. If you really believe that Jesus is the son of God, like he claimed and that God raised him from the dead, that he died after living a perfect life and then God raised him from the dead, you're saved. You follow him. You, you have that belief in your heart and you follow him, then, then, then you've got it. You're good. Everything else will, everything else will fall into place after that, but you've got what you need for salvation. And, uh, if you have any questions about that, please shoot us a note info at simplifyjesus.com. Reach out to your local church, talk to somebody about it. Um, go get more information. Um, Let's be real. It's too important to not to not deal with. Um, today today's the perfect day to get started to have that conversation. So please reach out or uh, or find somebody you know who can who can help you out with that decision. Heavy subject today. <laughs> wow. Um, thank you all for hanging in there and listening. And I uh, hope you take to heart what we've talked about. Um, you know, like we said, it's not fire insurance, um, but you need to be thinking about that. Um, you, you need to make sure that you know where your eternity lies. Um, so again, thank you for letting us share our hearts in this. And, uh, even as, as jumbled as it may be sometimes, uh, <laughs> you know, we just, like we said, we try to, um, share our experience and, uh, we're not theologians. We don't know it all. We just, uh, we just try to share what we know. That's right. So 
Thank you all for listening. Um, be sure to go check us out at our Facebook page. Like us, share it. Um, y'all tell your friends, uh, church folks, y'all, y'all let you, you let people know around you that, uh, if you have a hard time reaching out as we've have seen happen already, if you have a hard time reaching out with people, share our podcast with them. Yeah. Let them know that, um, uh, you're, you're not the only one that feels this way. That's right. And, um, you can find us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, if you need help with anything at all, go to our website, www.simplifyjesus.com and uh, shoot us a line. Let us know how we can help. Yep. Appreciate you guys jumping in and just remember for, for one last thing, uh, bad things are going to happen in life, but it's your choice what you do with it. You've got the free will to choose what that's going to do to you. So hopefully we'll see you guys again next week.